from Astoria to the Rockaways, it's time for the Queen's New Yorker. And here is the man who brings you the info, the uber, snazzy, and jazzy, Mr. Kason Dutania! Oh, it's Jason Kelly, everybody, announcing for this sixth episode of the Queen's New Yorker. I'm your host, Jason Canio. Good evening on this Saturday, February 17th, 2018. Oh, I hope you're having was having a great week with Valentine's Day on the 14th. Chinese New Year came up and uh, did its thing yesterday. Uh it is the year of the dog right now, and uh, Chinatown out there in Manhattan is celebrating all weekend long with festivals, fireworks, great food, parties, you name it, all across the world. All Chinese people of all Asian backgrounds are celebrating Chinese New Year, and here down in Florida, too, they're also as well doing it. And wherever they are, whatever state, Chinese New Year, big thing. I welcome you to this edition of the Queen's New Yorker. And today we're going to be talking about the final city that um, is in the uh, city of Astoria, the neighborhood of Sunnyside, Queens. And this is a very interesting, notable uh, neighborhood for it has a lot of uh, great historic things going on in it, plus a lot of people who have gone on to wonderful careers have come out of Sunnyside and have graced us with their presence on TV and movies. So without further ado, let's delve right in to Sunnyside Queens, and then, of course, we'll look at the final stats and the of our mixed card page because we're doing terrific as far as followers and a whole bunch more. So let's can't waste any time here. Half hour is going to go that fast. So Sunnyside is a middle class neighborhood in the western portion of the New York City borough of Queens. It shares borders with Hunters Point and Long Island City to the west, Astoria to the north, Woodside to the east, and Maspit to the south. The neighborhood is part of Queens Community District 2, served by Queens Community Board 2. The neighborhood's boundaries correspond roughly with those of zip code 11104, and it's an area of nearly 0.5 square miles, or 1.3 kilometers, with a population of around 27,000. It contains the Sunnyside Gardens Historic District, and it's one of the first planted communities in the United States. The name Sunnyside originates with the Bragras family, it's French Huguenots, who had purchased the land in 1713 and named their estate Sunnyside Hill. Sunnyside was a rural hamlet mostly consisting of small farms and marshland. It was incorporated into Long Island City in 1870 and developed into a bedroom community after the Queensboro Bridge was completed in 1909. A large portion of the neighborhood is six-story apartment buildings constructed during the 20s and the 30s. Sunnyside Gardens, listed as a historic district of, on the National Register of Historical Places, is among the first planned communities in the U.S. 
Sunnyside Gardens includes one, two, and three family homes and a few apartment buildings, all made of Hudson brick. It was inexpensive, durable, and available. And each private residence has a small front garden facing the street and a private garden in the rear. The rental units in the two- and three-family houses enjoy private terraces overlooking the gardens. There are two configurations, the courtyard condition and the muse condition. That's M-E-W-S, muse. At the edges of the community, some homes simply line the street with a common walkway running the length of the row. Homes in the courtyard blocks enclose an inner courtyard that was designated a common landscaped but not used for recreation. Each homeowner actually owned and paid taxes on the part of the common in the block and lot, even if it was not used. The muse houses face a common front court and back on alleys, and each muse house also has a private rear yard. This model allowed for denser residential development while also providing ample open green space amenities. Clarence Stein and Henry Wright served as the primary architects and planners for this development. Frederick L. Ackerman designed some of the Muse houses, and the landscape architect was Marjorie Sewell Cautley. As an amenity for the residents, the City Housing Corporation reserved lots on the northern edge of the development, abutting the railroad yards for a private park. This is one of only two private parks in the city, the other being Gramercy Park, and these well-planned garden homes are now listed as a historic district. The area was first development in the United States patterned after the ideas of the Garden City movement initiated in England in the first decades of the 12th century by Ebenezer Howard and Raymond Unwin, specifically Hampstead Garden Suburb, and Letchworth Garden City, covering 77 acres between Queens Boulevard and the Sunnyside Railroad Yards. Sunnyside Gardens was constructed between 1924 and 1928 by the City Housing Corporation, founded by developer Alexander Bing and architects Clarence Stein and Henry Wright. The project grew out of discussions in the early 1920s about housing and planning, and Lewis Mumford was a leading participant. In the early years of the Great Depression, nearly 60% of the residents lost their homes to foreclosure. Those difficult years saw organized resistance by residents who forcefully resisted efforts by city marshals to evict families. The character of Sunnyside Gardens was protected by 40-year easements, which protected the integrity of the courtyards and common walkways and controlled changes to the exterior of every property extending to even paint color. Those covenants lapsed in the mid-1960s, and some homeowners rushed to claim their property, erecting fences into the middle of some courtyards. In response, in 1974, the Department of City Planning designated Sunnyside Gardens a special planned community preservation district, together with Fresh Meadows, Park Chester, and the Harlem River Houses. With that designation came rules protecting the inner courts and landscaping and prohibiting driveways and curb cuts, rear sheds, and additions. The Sunnyside Gardens Historic District 
is a National Historic District that includes 66 contributing buildings and 12 contributing sites. It was listed on the National Register of Historic Places in 1984. Sunnyside Gardens is a park that takes up approximately three and a half acres, also known as a New York City landmark, and it was built between 1924 and 1928, roughly taking up 16 blocks, which consists more than 600 buildings. It has 12 courts within the landmark, which are known as Carolyn Gardens, Colonial Court, Hamilton Court, Hamilton Court Apartments, Harrison Place, Jefferson Court, Lincoln Court, Madison Court, North and South, Monroe Court Apartments, Phipps Garden Apartments 1, Phipps Garden Apartments 2, Roosevelt Court, Washington Court, and the Wilson Court. Sunnyside Gardens is located in the northwestern part of Queens, which was established by Clarence Stein, Henry Wright, and the City Housing Corporation were led by Alexander Bing. The creators of the Sunnyside Gardens wanted to create housing, which would be inexpensive to residents to stop the shortages and overcrowding of other areas. In 2003, a grassroots movement started to request designation as a New York City Historic District. In response to lack of protection for the historic character of the homes in the neighborhood, the campaign was surprisingly contentious and garnered publicity in major news outlets, including WNYC and the New York Times. On April 17th of 2007, the Landmarks Preservation Commission held a public hearing on the neighborhood. 60 residents and advocates, including Fiona Lowenstein, who was a descendant of Henry Wright, spoke in favor of a landmark designation, while 25 people spoke against. According to the New York Times, Sunnyside Gardens is a pocket of Queens brimming with history and now resentment. This was documented on New York Public Radio in a segment called Cloud Over Sunnyside. And on June 26th of 2007, the Landmarks Preservation Commission voted to designate the community. Before designation, there was considerable illegal or simply inappropriate work done on houses. And since designation, there has been a noticeable drop in work done without Department of Building permits, and many homeowners have restored their properties under the standards set by the Landmarks Commission. One project, converting a two-family house into a single-family residence, was awarded an award by the New York State Chapter of the AIA. Gradually, the district is returning to its original character. Ethnicities of Sunnyside's residents include those of Turkish, Latin American, Colombian, Ecuadorians, Dominican, Salvadorians, and Puerto Rican, Jewish, Korean, Japanese, Chinese, Russian, Nepali, Indian, Albanian, Bangladeshi, Greek, Irish, Italian, American, Armenian, and Romanian ancestry. Sunnyside is 48% white, 28% Hispanic, Latino of any race, 24% Asian, and the median household income for Sunnyside is $55,294. The mean household income for Sunnyside is $70,828. And as of 2015, there were 121,039 people currently residing in the greater Sunnyside Woodside area. For your schools, you have PS199, 150, PS11, IS-125, and PS-343-Q. 
The precinct keeping the Sunnyside community safe is the 108th Precinct. The precinct also protects Woodside and Long Island City. The 108th Precinct includes Sunnyside beginning from 37th Street through the east to 52nd Street. Crime from 1933 to 2015, which was a 22-year range, has decreased abundantly in Sunnyside. One murder has occurred up to date in the year 20 of 2015, where 16 murders took place in 1990. In the year 1990, the total crimes, which included murder, rape, robbery, felony assault, burglary, grand larceny, and grand larceny auto, was 7,857. In the year 2014, the total amount of crimes that happened was 1,278. And in total, the number of crimes that occurred in Sunnyside from 1990 to 2014 has decreased 83.7%. Crimes in Sunnyside, Woodside have decreased over the years, which allows residents to feel more safe in their homes and neighborhood. You have the Fire Department, Sanitation, the Sunnyside Post Office, the Queensboro Public Library, Sunnyside Branch, Sunnyside Community Services, and the Chamber of Commerce. In parks, you have Thomas P. Noonan Playground, George F. Tarnsey, Lou Ladati Playground, the Joe Saba Park, and the Veterans Memorial Plaza. Transportation is served by the 7 train on the New York City Subway's IRT Flushing Line with 33rd Street, Rawson Street, 40th Street, Lowry Street, and 46th Street, Bliss Street, and Sunnyside. The Q32, 3960, 104, and B24 buses run through Sunnyside. The area has easy access to Manhattan via the Long Island Expressway and the Queens Midtown Tunnel and to Brooklyn via the Brooklyn Queens Expressway. Sunnyside is also known for the former Pennsylvania Railroad, which is now Amtrak Rail, Rail Yard, known as Sunnyside Yard. It is a staging area for both Amtrak and New Jersey Transit trains leaving from Penn Station. The proposed Eastside Access Project will include a new Long Island Railroad train station in Sunnyside at Queens Boulevard along the LIRR's main line into Penn Station and will provide one-stop access for every residence to Midtown Manhattan and Grand Central Terminal. Sunnyside has produced or, or nurtured such talents as Johanna Magdalena Baer, Ethel Merman, Perry Cuomo, Nancy Walker, Ben Zinnelin, David Horowitz, Judy Holliday, Joe Spinell, James Kane, and Rudy Vallee, artist Raphael Sawyer, and writers and social activists such as Lewis Mumford and Susie Rotolo. The Queens-grown punk group The Ramones played some of their earliest gigs in Sunnyside pubs during the 70s, and in the years before World War II, New York Giants star Hat Moran coached the youth football team, the Mustangs, in Sunnyside Park. Legendary jazz musician Bix Biederbeck, the remote and mysterious jazz cornetist, died in obscurity in an apartment building at 4330 46th Street in Sunnyside. On the 100th anniversary of his birth, the Greater Astoria Historic Society joined with a number of community groups to erect a plaque in his honor. William Patrick Stewart Houston, the nephew of Adolf Hitler, lived in Sunnyside for a brief period of time before leaving for the U.S. Navy in 1944. And uh, former pro wrestler Chris Canyon came from Sunnyside. Notable films shot in the area include Spider-Man, some exterior scenes, The Believer, Queen of Media, 
Raising Helen, Sleepers, The Opportunist, Spider-Man The Homecoming. Several television shows have shot scenes in the neighborhood, including Blue Bloods, Persons of Interest, White Collar, Unforgettable, and the series called Gotham. Let's now look at Sunnyside Neighborhood on Queen's Buzz. Well, there's been a surge of holiday activities which began just shortly before Thanksgiving Day, in which this past weekend went full throttle, and there's more to follow. This is taken from Queen's holiday events underway, Woodside on the move, tree lighting and caroling, posted on December 5th, and um, well, written on December 2nd of 2017. I uh, don't see anybody who is taking an author to it. Okay, but this is from queensbuzz.com. The temperatures were unreasonably balmy with the mercury level near 60 degrees on late Saturday afternoon as I headed down to Woodside to cover the Woodside on the Move annual Christmas tree lighting. As I approached Shock Square, I could see a crowd gathered along Woodside Avenue just east of 58th Street where the street had been blocked and a stage had been erected. I shot a few photos while listening to the speaker and surveying the crowd. After a while, I heard a marching band in the distance and wondered how they fit into this event, as over the past decade, a marching band had not been previously included as a part of of the performance. As it turns out, there was a separate group celebration which had put together a sidewalk parade that included people dressed like the biblical Mary and Joseph, who were followed by other marchers, dressed up and carrying flowers, followed by a sizable marching band. I'll post a bit of a video later today or on Wednesday. The children of PS11, 151, 152, and 361 were scheduled to give musical performances, so I recorded a brief video of one of them, which I'll include in the with the video mentioned above. Anyhow, the kids and the parents all seemed to be enjoying themselves, and the tree looked really good. Possibly better than ever, the moon was uh, shining high in the sky as I made my way to Sunnyside to view the festival on Skillman Avenue. So this was... Uh... Okay, so this is from, this is from queensbuzz.com. And we'll post a link to this website for you. Let's look at some other uh, external links. Uh, let's see. Here's an article about Landmark's meeting on June, July 23rd of 2003. Sunnyside Gardens considers landmarking. This was from uh, July 24th of 2003. It was a local news story by Michael F. Metamedes from the Greater Astoria Historical Society or AstoriaLIC.org. Historic preservation was considered last Thursday as Sunnyside Gardens homeowners listed, listened to New York City Landmarks Preservation Commission representatives ex to explain landmarking. The goal is to protect property and make sure it is kept up, says LPC Deputy Counsel John Weiss. The informational meeting was co-sponsored by the six Sunnyside Gardens homeowners associations that are interested in pursuing landmark status. 
Local resident Liz Reynolds serves as moderator. Diane Jackier, LPC's Director of Community and Governmental Affairs, said that her agency was originally formed to save Grand Central Terminal from the wrecking ball. On staff presently are 11 commissioners and 45 full-time employees, including three architects, a realtor, a landscape architect, lawyers, and a historian and other experts. About 3% of all property in the city is landmarked. Jackier said, and a landmark can be many different things. It could be an edifice, like the Ridgewood Savings Bank at 10755 Queens Boulevard. It can be an interior space, like the Woolworth Building's lobby, a natural scene, such as Central Park, or a district, such as Ridgewood's Stockholm Street. We feel that Sunnyside Gardens might warrant landmark status, said Jackier. LPC Director of Research Mary Beth Betts added that the neighborhood is unique because it's one of the few planned garden cities that have been able to stay true to its calling. The original architecture, urban space, and social mission are still mostly, in fact, Sunnyside Gardens. I'm sorry. Let me re rewrite it. The original architecture, urban space, and social mission are still mostly intact. Sunnyside Gardens is one of New York City's most significant planned communities and even one of the best throughout the United States, she said. And you can, of course, read the rest of this article. We'll post this one up as well, too, for episode six of The Queen's New Yorker. Well, with just a few minutes left before the end of our show, I want to give you the running stats for our Mixcloud page. If you would like to uh, follow us on Mixcloud, go to www.mixcloud.com queens40. That will take you to the direct link. Currently, we have 131 followers. Uh, total plays right now, this is show number six. Total plays, 44. Minutes listened, 693. 16 favorites, no comments, and one repost. Wonderful stats. Thank you to all of our followers who have joined us and those who have come on to the scene to follow us further on. See you next week with some more great stuff. And next week's show is going to look at the next neighborhood and we'll be going to northeastern queens and start our historic look at bayside i am jason decanio and we'll see you the next time right here on the queens new yorker on ibm cloud video and mixcloud have a great week bye-bye Queens New Yorker, Jason. You have been watching the Queens New Yorker, Jason Kelly on a Jason DeCanio online presentation. Thank you for your support.
You have been watching The Queen's New Yorker, Jason Kelly on a Jason DeCanio online presentation. Thank you for your support.